All right, all right. Welcome back. Episode number 89 for Train Savages Podcast. Rob, we had like a miniature all-star break the last couple days. We're only, what, 25-something, 20 games into the season. Um, Yanks had a, a scheduled off day. And then I guess there's just a monstrosity of like rain in New York the last couple days. Mm-hmm. So Yanks got a ton of days off uh, coming off a quick series win. Um, how are we doing, Rob? It's a good time to be a Yankees fan. Uh, they continue to win series, and the rain did not stop the Yankees. For a, a quick uh, 24 hours worth of baseball yeah. was played uh, for three games, and the Yankees were still able to handle business. We got a, a walk-off, mm-hmm. some drama entailed with some opposing managers making blasphemous comments because they're pissed that they can't win the game (laughs) and um, some stud performances by arguably two aces on the staff being Nestor Cortez and Garrett Cole and um, baseball is still good in New York right now man it's a good time to be a Yankees fan I think they're like you said the first team to uh, 20 wins I think you tweeted that out 20 wins in the American League 20 and 8 um, leading the division behind the Tampa Bay Rays are two and a half games back, followed by Toronto, Baltimore, and those lowly Boston Red Sox. Dude, they are sitting at the bottom. Huh? Dropping that five. bullpen is horrid. Yeah. That just bad. <laughs> I I sent uh, one guy tweeted out the comparison between stats of Trevor Story and Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Wow. Oh, dude. Wow. It, it, yeah, wow is the, the right word. I mean, I remember coming. I don't know if it was on the pod, but we were definitely—I was definitely on Twitter, you know. After Cray went to the Twins and Olson went to Atlanta and Freeman went to the Dodgers, I was like, "All right, baby, bring me Trevor Story." This is why Tyler's not the GM, Rob, because <laughs> I mean, granted, we are what 20, 28 games in. Um, yeah, he still has time to turn it around, but but that's you, a steep contract you're looking at, dude. It is. I mean, <laughs> and you gotta look at. They have to pay either a Devers or Bogarts, and Bogarts kind of looks Dude, out of there. I think with... Xander might get moved at the deadline, maybe. If, if they're pat- this out of it. Dude, they're ten ga- almost 10 games under, and we're only 30 I, games in the season. <laughs> I don't know. If it's me, though, and I I would say Xander's probably going to cost them more money, but yeah, I listen, man, if you're looking at what story, how he's introducing himself right now, and like we said, it's early, but... Man, and he's saying you sign up for this guy to be your shortstop for the next bit of time, mm-hmm. and and you know that they have their their bullpen problems, and you know Chris Sale isn't pitching, and their pitching staff is just weird and funky. I listen, man. I I'm for I it. I think Rob. they're gonna hit a bet. Obviously, it's, <laughs> it's you know it's forever. Fuck Boston, but like, the ah, Baltimore is so bad, but. To see them at fourth and around there is just awesome. Seeing yeah. them that, that I kind of love it, dude. I mean, you know, Baltimore's not, yeah, Baltimore's bad. They got some good talent, but I mean, dude, the Sox like signing story. I mean, that's them trying to be competitive for a little bit, but yeah, exactly. I mean, they're they're falling off the rails, but nonetheless, Rob, a couple things happened in terms of uh, you know roster wise. Lacastro to the IL, 
Floriel called up. I don't think he. What was the Lacastro injury? I t- I was typing it up on. He the heard, Instagram. He, I was like, he, he What heard, is it? It's the. It's his lat. Left lat. His yeah, lat. Okay. You know? Yeah, like yeah. lat pull down. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what. I don't, did they say? It? Did you see anything on what it was? Because I know I don't know if he slid into. I mean, the dude pretty much only comes on the field to run. So <laughs> was it him flying around the bases? Or something? Do you know how I, it happened? No, I didn't. I didn't see anything about how exactly it happened. But I know Florial got called up because of that. Yeah, and he was he was on the roster to to help out with the uh, quick game turnaround that they had with obviously the doubleheader. But yeah, a little hurt there. Maybe gives uh, Brett Gardner a little uh, <laughs> opportunity to hop in there at some point. Dude, Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Gardy was sleeping and he hears the uh, Yanks. Uh, Yanks PR department tweet out that the cash is on the IL and it's just one eye just like oh, <laughs> rips <Tyler>. open. <laughs> Me and you both know that he has the push notifications on for oh, Yankees PR, yeah. Ryan Hoke, oh, yeah. or uh, Jack Curry, or all these guys that are reporting on the roster news because Brett stays ready. I'm sure he's out at a. I think he's a farm guy. I think he's I don't know, he's in Midwest. I don't know he's where he's somewhere right deep, now. but he's he's but in the jungle by himself. He, he, he's <laughs> staying ready. Yeah, he's he's probably working out, moving bales of hay or whatever he's doing, as, um, and and staying ready. But uh, hopefully, LaCastro isn't on that IL for a long time, and we gotta get him back soon. But yeah, yeah, uh, hopefully, because dude, he's been uh, he's been huge. Yeah, I think what was it? Every I, Sweeney said it on the post game show when I was listening on the radio the other Steals day. Steals every goddamn said, base almost. I think it's like been every pinch run situation. He's he, like he's stolen and scored on, and <laughs> it's it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's a different style of ball that we haven't had um, with 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 this Yankees roster for the past, for the past two years at least. Honestly, you could say speed in the past. Like even go further when we were winning a hundred games, you know, speed wasn't really a major part of the equation. Yeah, there was teams. They were still just mashing because that was you know those first couple Booney hundred win teams were in the midst of uh, juice ball juice baseballs. So um, they didn't really have to be moving too much on the on the base path. But hey, man, Glaber could be moving back. You never know. Get the power back. Hey, I love that. (laughs) All right. Well, that being said, Rob, let's hop into. to game one, why don't we? Yes, let's uh, do it. Dude, Cole comes out with another pretty studly performance. I mean, just until we squeaked into the seventh inning, he was bad to go- have uh, three straight shutout games. Uh, Cole goes six and a third, five hits, one earned run, 10 Ks. Uh, you know, you could go a couple different ways about this. You could say, hey, I mean, the Rangers are the Rangers. They kind of suck. Um, he should do this. Or you could look at him and go, hey. You know, I mean, the Rangers got a couple dudes that can hit. Simeon and Seager are both, uh, especially Simeon, are struggling. Yeah, Simeon's making me mad. He's on my fantasy team. Is he? Sucks right now. Yeah, Yeah, he's terrible. Jesus. (laughs) Not great. But, um, yeah, I mean, Cole comes in. Not a ton of action in terms of the the box score in this game. Stanton hits a sack fly. uh, Judge scores. And then right back in the seventh, this is kind of where it gets a little funky. Garrett gets brought out to come back in for the seventh, and he was already at like 104, 105, 107 pitches, something like that. Uh, gets the first guy to K, and then he gives up a homer to Calhoun. Tie game. One's going into the ninth, uh, bottom nine. And then Rob, like you mentioned, he is slugging 443 at the moment. Gleyber Torres walks it off. His fourth homer of the season. Um... 
Yan- oh, hot, hot, yeah. hot, 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 Yankees kind of steal one, dude. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't even want to say, I mean, yeah, I guess they stole one, but this is kind of when we're looking at a team that's like, not like, that. that's good, a good team, that squeaked away with a win, definitely not playing their best brand of baseball at all. That you could tell, did, did you think they were rusty in this game, Rob? Come off three days? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do think uh, Garrett Cole, this was probably, at least to me, with my eyes, I thought it was the most impressive start that he had up until, obviously, the last hitter. Um, but he was just working the zone very well. Dunning actually pitched a very good game, or you yeah. can put that up to the to the <laughs> Yankees' offense. But um, Garrett Cole, yeah, man, six and a third, 10 Ks. Um, the Yeah, I – Listen, I haven't. I'm not going to go on like a tirade about Boone and the decision making, but that was just kind of a layup of a bad decision because you have, you have the best bullpen in baseball, n- not really arguable, and you know he leave him in past there, and you're kind of playing with fire, right? Yeah. Um. I I wouldn't even be surprised if that was a Garrett Cole ego thing, looking at Boone saying, "Let me go back out there," kind of similar to the Houston thing, but mm-hmm. that's where you got to put your foot down and just say, "No, dude," like. This bullpen has been unbelievable. We're handing it off. We need this game. Coming off, you know, like like for, camp, coming off a last loss. Let's bounce back good. Get this loss over the course of the time with the rain and and missing games. Let's let's just lock it up. Get the first one. Head on to the second one and try and get that one as a second. But um, yeah, I mean Garrett was just money, dude. Yeah, really money through this one. Nah, I mean, it, 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 I I. I I think, uh, yeah, I, there's always going to be the criticism of him against better teams. Like, that's going to come yeah. probably this week, obviously, because we have Toronto again and then Chicago, mm-hmm. who's been playing well, even though they've been beating up on the Red Sox. But Start off they're slow, a good team. but yeah, they're getting, they're getting warm, Chicago. We're, he, he's going to be in Chicago. It's probably still a little nippy there. Uh, so we, we know he had a little trouble within kind of close to the Midwest with Detroit last time in the cold weather. I don't know what the weather will look like this weekend or um, if he pitches. I don't know. No, he pitched Thursday, right? I think Thursday. Cole? Wait, we, yeah, no, Cole we didn't. Thursday or Friday. We didn't play. We played Wednesday last until yesterday. We yeah, I know, Thursday but I'm saying, I'm saying when he would be, I'm saying when he would be lined up next. Oh, um, so he pitched yesterday. I, I, just, I, I just don't want to know when he's he's going to pitch against Chicago, but I'm just saying because it's only a two game set against Toronto. So Sevy, because um, they made it weird. Well, th- they have Sevy pitching tomorrow. Yeah, and then it's going to be Tyone, and then I think it's back to Cole. So Cole may pitch the opener against. Uh, against uh chicago yeah we so, gotta see what well that would be because no you're right actually i think i'm confused no, i'm getting confused because sevy's <laughs> pitching tomorrow and nestor pitched today and cole pitched yesterday yeah cole cole so it, like, oh no cole threw off cole's everything li- cole's lined up to pitch on friday so they may have to they may be doing a they may honestly call up a pitcher on on thursday because they're like oh I'm wait at ESPN curry right now. was talking about that that someone so, is so it maybe Clark a Luis Gill day, Clark Schmidt. Like that. yeah. That'd be awesome. We'll see. Uh, so he'll be pitching on a Friday night versus Chicago, cool. nonetheless. Yeah, per- perfect. That's how but it's supposed to line up. That will be, you know, last three starts, you cannot complain right now, and Cole is on fire. And there's going to be the people with the noise that are saying, let's see him against a good opponent, and that's a good opponent yeah. Opponent on, on Friday. The White, so, White Sox are a team full of righties, too. So. Last time, last year, Could we did well against Garrett. them outside yeah. the – 
Field of Dreams game, but even that was still fun. But that's the yeah, only time they beat us for last Garrett. year. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Going back to, um, you know, obviously, I know your your thoughts on on Cole going into the seventh. I don't. I can't say I disagree with you at all because when you initially texted me, what did you say? You were like something about. You know, he shouldn't be in there. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't, like, definitely not a bad take. I don't disagree with it at all. I was like, Garrett probably just won the argument. Like, that's kind of what I think it came down to. And Boone yeah. Boone was probably rip shit as soon as he gives up the homer. Because, Rob, I will say, when he, I don't remember who he struck out the the uh, at bat before, but he K'd him in, like, three pitches, I think. Yeah, no. He, I was like, okay, I guess I'm dumb. And then Cal- Calhoun was, I yeah. think, he got <laughs> strikes on him. And then you go, oh, well, okay. Yeah, and you were like, you're like ten seconds ahead of me. So you texted me. I don't know what you said. You said like yup or something. And I was like, oh, <laughs> word. Did he strike him? Did he strike out the second batter too? And then like, and then I just see it like getting wrapped around the pole. I'm like, damn. It's like Rob is right, and Boone was right. <laughs> but um, assuming that Boone wanted to pull him. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Personally, I. I don't, yeah, I don't love bringing them, bringing him back out there. Not even necessarily just because of the good bullpen thing, um, which obviously, of course, plays a huge factor. But the fact that he was at a hundred five, hundred ten pitches, it's just, I don't, I don't want him to get hurt, you know. And I don't know if I'm just yeah. a, a new, like, if that's a new school way of nah, thinking. Well, he he even talked about it because of the shortened spring training. They're still getting ramped up. So it was just weird because he must he have been like, I, we it. had an extra three days off or something. He must have said the yeah, rain helped. I, him. I don't know. I, I, that guy, let me tell you though, man, when you see him in the outfield doing, he's a weird guy. Who, Garrett? <laughs> yeah, he's just weird. He's just peculiar. He's oh, just yeah. a creature. Well, dude, even creature just a habit. The, the just things he says. Yeah, he's a just, creep. I don't know. Yeah, he's a creep. Yeah, he's he's a little he's a little odd, but you know, <laughs> he's our he's our pitcher. He's doing well right now, yeah. and that's all that's all we ask. No, we he, don't care. He's a three hundred twenty four million dollar man, probably having some strange dinner conversations with the fam. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Garrett Cole over his last three starts, Rob, nineteen innings pitched, thirteen hits, one earned run, four walks, twenty five Ks. So, are we calling him back? What's what's kind of Rob? What's your level of confidence here? What what, what are we saying? Is uh, he the yeah, clear cut my, American League best pitcher, or is that Nestor know, Cortez? <laughs> I don't, dude. I don't know. It's Nestor. Listen, I'm playing. Nestor I'm Cor- playing. Nestor Cortez is a creature, dude. He's yeah, so he's, good. Yeah. He's so good. All right, but we're on Cole. Like, uh, is he back? What's yeah, your confidence? One to ten. Um, one to ten. I give it a. I give it an eight. Solid. I give it an eight. Yeah. I give it an eight. Um, obviously, want to see a start against better teams, but I'm not about to say like, I'm not about to like start tweeting and being like, um, you know, saying that. Some people said some wild things when he was struggling. Yeah, it's just wild <laughs> stuff. And and um, he's still he's still a top pitcher in the American League. Yeah, it's just without a doubt. It's just the. It's always going to come back to the big games. It's always going to come back to how he performs against better teams, and but right now there's no way that you can't not feel above average with confidence because he is pitching well, and you can make this. You could talk about how it's getting warmer and how yeah. that's helping him, or however you want to say it. So yeah, big big uh, June, July, August. Expect a lot from Cole. And especially, we're going to start playing the Red Sox again, and then people are going to be having that conversation about uh-huh. him against Boston and stuff. Just pitch so. around Devers, Rob. That's all I'm asking. 
Yeah. What's your level of confidence with him? Though? I mean, I, I got to be somewhere in that 8 to 9 range. I'm not going to give him a full-blown 10 over three starts. But granted, I will say my comp- – I mean, I was kind of nervous about specific games at points in this season. But my, you know, overall confidence in Garrett as an ace was never really gone. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a 9 just because you gave, me an, gave him an 8. I got to – Got a one up, <laughs> one up man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nah, I, um, I'm pumped for Garrett. What could be awesome, Rob? What if somehow we see Garrett and Nestor like literally going at it for the Cy Young? <laughs> like, imagine. Man. I feel like no, I feel like dude, Garrett would awesome. low. I feel like Garrett would low key just not like Nestor because you know Garrett is like so like he just thinks everything out before you know he probably can't sleep the night before and Nestor just kind of like wakes up, rolls out of bed. Uh, takes a couple not mean a, mugging shots and then just tosses a gem. <laughs> not a not a care in the world. Yeah. Just just going out there and performing. That's just like um, I ain't supposed to be here anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be cool. I'm. It's in the. It's in the realm of possibilities. I I tweeted the meme out and I put it on Instagram and it's obviously a joke, but it could end up not being a joke. He's literally so, been. I mean, yeah, because it, it. You know, the meme was a joke. I get that. But statistically, the dude has been one of the better pitchers in baseball since he started pitching as a starter for the New York Yankees. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. And it's been almost 140 innings. Wild. All right. But nonetheless, Liza had a really good outing in this one, too. He struggled a little bit against Toronto in a couple series back. So good for him to come into a pretty tight game, throw 1.2 innings. Uh, had no he – had he had two Ks, no walks, and gave up. No hits, no runs. So not much you can argue with there. And then Clay Holmes, dude. I mean, I don't even really know what to say about this man. Uh, this was a straight-up Cashman uh, fleece job, and he just a literal diamond in the rough. Um, because since he has been a New York Yankee, he's quite literally been a top-ish reliever in baseball. The dude's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the Cashman gems when it comes to the bullpen and, and- – Miguel Castro could be on that way. He was always yeah. a, a volume guy and just an innings eater. Um, and he like we had Jack Curry on, and he's saying how how he thought that he was a a diamond in the rough and kind of a steal when we got him for Jolie. So yeah, um, yeah, Clay Holmes just again a a a really just kind of stud performer right now. And you know you expect I, we're at the point you know you expect nothing less from these guys from the yeah, it's now, wild. Man. Especially so. uh, who we'll get into in the next game. But before we hop into uh, to game two and then talk a little bit about these Little League Homer comments, shout out the uh-huh. Rangers manager. Uh, what are we thinking of Glaber, dude? I mean, he's slugging in the 400s. I haven't seen his updated slugging percentage just because this game just finished, obviously. And we yeah. haven't seen it yet. But coming in today, he's been slugging 443. Um, I've I'd imagine that's got to be somewhere right behind Rizzo and Judge uh, for up there top of this team. Um, is he back, dude? He has four homers in 25 games. He last year had nine homers in 127 games. So, I mean, he's definitely not doing everything necessarily right there, right now. But this, I I do think this is kind of a stretch we have not seen in a couple years. So, how do yeah. you feel about him? 220 average, 258 on base, 427 slugging, and a 685 OPS. On base got to come up. Yeah. Um, 
it's the right direction is what I'll say, yeah, man. Good and, point. and he, he needs, he needs the, he needs this. He mm-hmm. needs the, the walk-offs, the little things here and there. He was fired to get up him too, juiced. Rob. And yeah. And somehow again, Tyler, the story is not a Glaber Torres walk-off, but it is about the douchebag talking <laughs> yeah. smack about, <laughs> about the home run not being legitimate. Uh-huh. Unfortunately for Glaber, I was at the last one that that, ended up happening and it was some jerk fans throwing beers on the field at the at the guardians so um my my confidence level in glaber is increasing and that's and uh you you pair that with having and and he may you know you could say he's not even the everyday second baseman and he's really not right now yeah if josh donaldson doesn't really get his you know what together it may be you know a best optimal lineup for With a playoff, Glaber depending, is Glaber at second base and DJ at the hot corner? We know DJ. DJ made some crazy plays so far this year um, from from third base. I, he made like three in one game against yeah. Baltimore in Baltimore that series that we had a bad series, but like that was a kind of glowing. Um, glowing thing there with mm-hmm. DJ and defense and he, he can handle himself at third base. So that's not out of the realm of possibilities when you pair that with Glaber stepping up yeah and that that's like the lineup we go for if donaldson doesn't get his his stuff together so yeah glaber you got it you gotta support what he's doing right now no no doubt about it and and like he's making the defensive plays and it's just comes back to him mentally being there being back at second small sample size dude but imagine well don't imagine because it's true glaber torres leads all second baseman in baseball and defensive runs scored Wild. That's a defensive metric for those that may not know. I'm not huge on defensive metrics just because it's so hard to measure them. But I am on Baseball Savant right now. And I would like to point this out. So Glaber Torres in 2021 and in 2020 was an elite walker. So the dude walked a lot. Um, This year he is in the bottom 15th percentile of walking. And if you go back to his 2019 and his 2018 years, he was also a bad walker. So it appears from what I'm looking at currently, obviously small sample size, the dude was trying to walk the last two years or try or he maybe not trying to walk necessarily, but he just wasn't picking his pitches and swinging the bat. Because if you're looking yeah. in terms of percentile rankings right now, the dude is in the 89th percentile for average exit velocity, 88th percentile for hard hit percentage. Um 92 percentile for uh, expected slugging, 89th for expected batting average. So one could argue that he's actually been a little unlucky. He's in the 78th percentile for K percentage, which means he's only struck out 14 times in 87 plate appearances. Um, and he, but he's chasing more. So it's almost like, I guess he, what is he swinging the bat harder almost? And he's just, when he's hitting it, he's, it's going further. Cause it seems like he almost is seeing too many pitches last year. And this year he's just swinging the, the damn bat. Yeah. Jack Curry was talking about on the, uh, his approach on the pregame show today. And he was just saying, you know, the change of the just the change in how how important it is for him. And yeah. when you simplify it, you get back to what you're trying to do that got you there in those two years. And you could see if, if he is getting back to that and that's what he's focusing on with the with the new hitting coach yeah. and, and that's what they're doing, it's working and that's what he's gotta stick with because yeah, it just before it, it was just a it, you could just tell you know, our, uh, Paul O'Neill made the point too. He said, um, like the swing with Glaber when he was trying 
too often like you could tell that he was getting a little pull happy at uh-huh. times and but the home run the other day was he just went with the pitch and Apo Taco ball, hit got ball. over the got over the little league field yeah and <laughs> and there you go and and he just simplified stuff that kind of you come back to that's grounded that like your little league coach will tell you or your youth youth baseball coach will get back to and and that's what he's doing and like that's it comes back man it's like a kid's game and you do the simple stuff like that and that you know that's the stuff that sometimes can't be measured by the you know like baseball savant and everything and and you can just kind of see that he's uh there's a little bit of a change in mentality there hitting wise and and it's working so far and i one i hope it continues yeah yeah one may argue that it's solely because he's a father now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it could be could be dude but um before we hop into game two let's uh spend a little time on the this little league homer comment dude so chris woodward woodward i believe if i'm saying that right probably hard to mispronounce that but um he said something along the lines i don't have the direct quote in front of me rob but something along the lines of yeah well it's an out in like every other ballpark so he just hit it into the little league part of the the ballpark and we lost that's the Rangers manager. Um, and, you know, FYI to him, that homer was actually a homer in 26 of 30 ballparks, including the Texas Rangers Stadium. Um, and mind you, the home run that tied the game, Rob, um, hit by a Texas Ranger, obviously, was actually not hit as far as Glaber's. So you're just wondering where the common sense is uh, with these comments because I couldn't find any, to be to be blunt. <laughs> Fun stats, uh, zero home runs and 60 at-bats for Chris Woodward in his MLB career at both old Yankee Stadium and new Yankee Stadium. So uh, you couldn't hit it out of that Little League ballpark. <laughs> so uh, sucks to be you. Yeah, no, nah, I was just – Kay and uh, Kay and Maven were talking about it. and They clowned uh, it, him, dude. Just, just not – yeah, I we were talking about it earlier, and I saw videos and stuff of people talking about other – like. They just like to say it because of the show, oh, short porch, short porch. And they just, there's, yes, there are certain advantages to hitting in the ballpark. But as we'll go back to the old saying, oh, it's not like you're, the other team's not playing exactly, there Exactly, dude. Do you not, do you not have lefties that could take advantage of that? Cole Calhoun, literally a lefty, pokes it out. Yeah. yeah obviously, that was more of a rocket off Garrett. But still, nonetheless, you got lefties on your team. It's, there. I, there's been plenty instances where, we're sitting watching a Yankee game that's at Yankee Stadium, and we see an opposing player just get a home run right over. Yeah, the thing. porch job, dude. You're playing the same stadium, you know. Uh, it's just, it's insane, man. It's just all. Oh, it's just coming know. off as a big whiner, dude. I mean, tough look for him, I guess. I think kind of everyone around the baseball world was just like, dude, what, what are you saying? <laughs> Did you see? Um, Michael K tweeted this morning a picture of him on the field in Yankee Stadium. And he said, so good to be in William. Where's the Little League World Series? Williamsburg or Williamsport? Yeah, he was like, Williamsport. He was like, so good to be in Williamsport today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously uh, throwing shots at him a little bit. The Yankees social media manager, too. Yeah, that, too. That was funny. <laughs> After staying somewhere. Well, let's get in. Yeah. Uh, let's get right into game two then, Rob. Um Yanks obviously dropped this one 4-2 to because what else is going to happen when Jordan Montgomery pitches? Uh, six innings pitched, four hits, two earned, no walks, five Ks. Uh, this goes without saying. Michael King, kind of a tough day. And a lot of wasted opportunities in this one, Rob. Uh, felt weird, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, I was just, uh, yeah, it just, it was too bad. There are a lot of, I, I, there was another Aaron Hicks with runners in scoring position, yep. and just, eh. yeah. Um, the Stanton home run was was big in the sixth, and the, or uh, no, sorry, not in the sixth. Yeah, the early lead. third, the third. Give us the early lead, and then yeah, the it just kind of not the not the best day for for Mike King either. We just um, kind of learned that he's human, I suppose. Yeah. So. Um, but yes, yeah, I mean, I, not you can't be too crazy mad because you take one through the day and then you go, we got another one tomorrow. Exactly, is, I, is what the mentality goes. Yeah, I, I texted my dad last night and I was like, "Hey, if the Yanks win tomorrow, I will never remember this game in my life." <laughs> so, so it is what it is, and Yanks obviously end up winning today. But just to kind of run through this one real quick, uh, Stan obviously hits a hits a shot to left center, 427 feet. That is when uh, Yankee social media tweeted out, uh, "Pretty sure this is a home run in every ballpark because it was." Yeah. A little shots fired again at the Rangers skipper, um, and then in the sixth, Rangers come back, make it two one off a of white homer. Um, and dude, at this point, I still kind of thought the yet like. This I wasn't stressing in this game, which is always how we end up losing. Because if I don't stress, we don't win. It feels like to me. Um, uh-huh. Obviously not true, but uh, yeah, Yanks. Um, it was two one going into the seventh. Um, Monty gives up a double, I believe it was a leadoff double. Michael King comes in to pitch. I tweet out Jordan Montgomery exits the game relieved by Hall of Fame pitcher Mike King. What do you know? Dude has like the worst outing he could have. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly because, way to go. Yeah, so I could take the blame on that one. Um, he didn't really. He, he yeah, nah, he did lose it a little bit. Um, Heim scored on a on a Mike King wild pitch. Um, so that wasn't great. Kind of giving away free runs here. Um, taking a a taking a play out of the 2021 uh, Yankees offense almost by by giving the Rangers a uh, a run with a wild pitch. And then yeah, yeah and then he gives up. A um, a two-run homer, uh, right to center, and it's like, damn, not not much you can do about it there, Rob. You know. Yeah, and then later in the game, there were just you know there were opportunities with runners in scoring position, and it just it just ended up not being not being the time. It just not our day, not our or not our app or evening. Sorry, yeah, evening uh, that day. But yeah, you just chalk it up, man. Yeah, because in theory, you know. You want Mike King to go out there and just kind of shove, but he's also done that the whole year. So they're not going to be flawless every time. And that's kind of what we said last year too, especially when this team was straight up being carried by the bullpen last year. We're like, hey, you know, these dudes are allowed to – the offense (laughs) can't suck every day or can suck every day. But, you know, the the bullpen is going to have these days. So I guess this is just one of those days for Mike King. Uh, Yanks end up dropping this one four to two. Obviously, um, bunch of missed opportunities. Stanton obviously hits the bomb uh, to left center. That was the only uh, only runs on the board for that one. But dude, Michael K and Maven Maven was kind of getting on my good side a little bit after that because <laughs> they they were clowning him for a little while. Yeah, funny. throughout the broadcast, er, early in the broadcast, they were. Yeah, and Maven Maven's not. Not really that bad in my mind. Um, he, he's going to take some time to kind of grow on yeah. a little bit. I know there's those that aren't really for it. Um, I do got to say, though, Carlos Beltran's like kind of a tough listen. Yeah, when he's, I agree with that. He, he's calling the game. Um, good guy. Does he have a lot, good Beltran? Guy. 
But is what? Does he have a lot, Beltron? A lot of games on yes? I don't remember what don't it was. I think so. But that, that one when he was doing with Flaherty, it was just – it wasn't – Mabin is at least offering some new insight into the team, into the game that aren't as obvious layups of kind of stuff. Yeah. And that, you know, because he played with these guys. And so, to a degree, Beltron did before, but not anyone from the team that's currently. But I'm sure he was talking to people within the organization. But but even then, like, he's not he's not really offering anything when he was an instructor or anything like that. But Maben, Maben's done a solid job. It's going to take him some time. Yes, obviously believes in him. So, we're going to obviously get to see more of him as a, as a broadcaster. But he hasn't – yeah, he, he's getting on your good side this this week with the, with yeah. the clown and – Oh, uh, yeah. With, with because uh, we went over this like a uh, couple pods ago um, with the uh, report that came out about like ballparks and hitters favors or whatever. Yeah, we to, talked about. Yeah, it. to yeah. see them not be neutral at all towards Texas, I was like, let's go. You know, they, yeah, they were them. they were de- they were defending uh, Yankee Stadium, Yankee Stadium, yeah. and which is awesome. Yeah, I was like, exactly. let's go. Um, so yeah, Cam Maven did their thing. Uh, what do you think about Mike King coming in to relieve Monty? Did you did you kind of want? Some, I mean, I obviously was cool with it, but after it, after it, after we knew he didn't have his stuff, did you want him pulled? Because you kind of put together an okay outing after um, after the seventh. But what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty okay with it. I will say it's been interesting because the Yankees this season have. Like even today, Nestor, you look at the pitch counts. The pitch counts have actually been very solid outside of Cole, too, though, yeah. with 106. Monty, like, too, dude. Monty's pitch count has been, up until like the sixth inning, he'll still be close to maybe under 70 pitches. So, yeah. And there's been instances, too, where Yankees Twitter will be like, why is Boone taking him out? And it's kind of on a case-to-case basis where there are some instances where I'd be like, leave him in, keep him out. However, but this one, I what you're passing him on to the guy who's probably. I know Jordan Romano won reliever of the month, but that was Mike wild. King. Yeah. Well, they just did that because they favor saves more as a stat. That honestly. is true. And yeah. J- Jordan Romano is also very he's good. good don't yeah, get me wrong. Hundred percent. Mike King. Mike King. Joe. Mike King. However, is better. Was. Yeah. It's just. It's very. What he's doing is really good. Yes. Really, really Dude, good. Dude, so, something I didn't even realize about this game either. Uh, Hicks walked three times in this game. Hicks currently has a 250 average, 395 on base percentage, but a 294 slugging. Dude, it's pretty hard to have a, an OBP higher than your slugging. It's honestly yeah, like I, impressive. <laughs> it, yeah. Weirdly. He, so you could look at that kind of twofold and just say, you know, get on base. We're okay with it. And you can also kind of look at it from a perspective of is he is he being as aggressive as he could be? Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the run. I think it's they showed it. I don't know how it's changed, but I think it was two for eighteen with runners in scoring position. And there were a lot of big instances that he could he could get in runners at times, and it's frustrating. And that stat should just tell you. That stat really kind of just tells you what the approach is all the time. That he's is he now just kind of looking for a walk, and we, yeah. we get excited. We get excited when he does the bat flip with the walk. Yeah, we make fun of it. Yeah, I'll tell you what's a better looking bat flip is when you're, you know, remember him and yeah. against Houston. Yeah, Verlander, Verlander, oh, yeah. dropping the dropping the bat. That was gangster. Like, we need to see that Aaron Hicks. Like 
Dude, and 2020, Listen, I, remember uh, against the Mets in the COVID year? We were down like yeah. 7-2 in the ninth. Yeah, and he hit yeah, one. Yeah, that was a crazy game. Uh-huh. That, like, listen, we love our walks. and We do love we, our walks. We, we love our walks. We love getting on base. Nothing wrong with that, especially a guy that's going to be in the leadoff spot at times. But if you want to get that 30-30 season, man, you got to take the bat off your shoulder yeah, sometimes. I think he got – dude, I think he got thrown out – Stealing a base, did he right this series? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're correct. Yeah, I think I, you are correct. I wanted to tweet something like, "Yeah, so much for that 30-30. But oh, I said one of those on one of his other calls. You, I think, <laughs> I think he's been caught stealing a good amount of times. I was like, Aaron's not yeah. looking so hot. Like, dude, I, I listen. It was his own personal motivation to get there. I get it. Dude, I never thought he would hit thirty thirty this year. Oh no, I mean, no, I mean, okay, yeah, that'd but, be sick. No, um, <laughs> it's not happening yeah. at this rate, especially with just the way that he's approaching at the plate with runners in scoring position and, and just in general. Um, but I don't know. It, it's not. It's not to the point where we're like, keep walking, keep doing your thing. But you know, if there are lowly points in the offense that do come throughout the rest of the season, and he's still doing this, yeah. And you go, can we get something else, or can we? Can we get? Yeah. That that's kind of my thoughts on. Also, it. I'm just looking at these lineups. The obviously these three games. So, um, game one, Hicks let off. DJ was batting fifth, and this is game game three uh, today. Obviously, DJ let off, and uh-huh. Hicks was batting fifth. So, did they maybe not make up their mind on who's leading off, Rob? That's that's like the one point in the lineup that they. I think the the only like I think they want up, Hicks to lead off, but they're just like I don't I don't think they think he can yet. The I think the yeah the only positions that they're locked in with is two three and four with yeah. Rizzo with Judge Rizzo and Stanton, and then everything else is free free playing there. Um, but it looks like they want Hicks. They want whoever it is, either Hicks um, or DJ batting ahead of Donaldson and Gallo. So it's like one in five is what they're they're messing yeah, with. Yeah, which honestly I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm all right I, with it. I, I'm okay with it because Donaldson and Gallo aren't necessarily um, forcing you forcing your hand. Like we we thought it was cool with Donaldson leading off for a little bit. He's got to be better, dude. He's got to be. And he's got he's got to be better. Imagine he has um, a ten game hit streak. Like where the hell did that come from, dude? I wasn't here yeah, for that, it. That's uh, that's like the. I was thinking about who was I thinking about um, the other day. Well, I was talking about like we could get a certain point in the season, which is crazy. Like remember Luke Voigt last year had like a ten game streak where he was hitting like twenty RBIs or something. Oh close yeah, to that. well yeah, remember that's what that? Voigt would do. Yeah, like we just need something like that from Donaldson or hell even Gallo. Just just like sprinkle them in here and here and there in the season. You know what I yeah. mean? No, exactly. Uh, just so. Dude, guys, um, Donaldson's been a good hitter his literal whole career. Yeah. It's weird because, like, dude, I mean, personally, I don't know how you felt, but, like, when I used to think of Josh Donaldson outside of seriously, like, his Toronto days, he was just kind of a non-factor in my head. But looking at his numbers, the dude, for the most part, hits. And currently this year he's got a 216 average, 337 on base, 352 slugging, a 689 OPS, and a 107 OPS plus. 
So I get I guess technically he's hitting seven seven percent better than league average. I mean, I don't really know about that, dude. But he I mean yeah. he's only got he's got two homers this year. Um we kind of expect him to hit what, I'd say at least twenty five, Rob, no? Yeah, that was our over under uh area yeah. for him. So do I think he's gonna get it? I don't know. He'd have he, to go on a couple Luke Voigt chairs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So he's looking a little, little sluggish to to say the least. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just gonna go with him. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's also, I guess it's good because well, it's not good, but there could be a point in time where, um, you know, where Stan Judge and Rizzo are slumping a little bit, and Donaldson gets hot, and maybe Gallo's hot too in a perfect world. But you know, who knows? We'll see. Um, but yeah. Donaldson's got to be better. Hicks got to swing the bat a little bit, Rob. Yanks got to capitalize, but it's kind of one of those, you know, you play 18 innings one day after three, four days off, whatever it was. You know, it is what it is, I guess. That's game two. That's an L. That's an L. That's baseball, you. Susan. Yeah, that's baseball, Susan. Um, and then game three, dude. I mean, we've we've already touched on it a little bit, but Nestor's, like, just straight up ridiculous. Redonkulous. Um, he goes into this game seven and a third. I don't think any Yankee pitcher has pitched seven this year. One hit. Obviously, he took the no hitter into the eighth uh, and eleven Ks. And I didn't ruin this no hitter this time because I didn't say anything. So <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Nestor's just awesome. There's there's no other way to describe the guy. He's just such a cool player to watch. I, I tweeted it out. He may be the second most likable, universally universally likable Yankee behind Aaron Judge for a lot of fact Yankee fans or honestly baseball fans. Like I don't know how you can't not look at Nestor as a ba- a fan of another team, and you could hate the Yankees as much as you want, but like you got to look at Nestor and be like, what that guy is doing for how he battled he's back sick. from organization to organization, and what he's doing is just very cool. And the pitch style is so such a throwback and so foreign to what we now have come to be uh, familiar with. You just got to go, oh, I love that guy. Yeah. That's what you got to say. Uh-huh. And he's just goofy, 27-year-old, just having a grand time on the field. Um, Looks like he's 47. Yeah, dude, I want him to start getting some... Like, I want to see MLB, you know, walk-off. Or I want to see someone start tweeting about him. I mean, national news. Yeah. It needs to be national news. Exactly. He really should be. I mean, uh, I spoke about it earlier. I mean, the dude has literally been uh, one of the better pitchers in the league since he's came in. But nonetheless, Rob, um, again, not really a jam-packed box score at all uh, in this one. Really the only action. Yanks, uh, you know, didn't really capitalize on quite a few uh, moments in this one as well. I believe they had the bases loaded and one out with Rizzo and Judge coming up. Both of them K'd. Um, yeah. Did both of them The K? umpire. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. You want us to talk about the umpire real quick? He was hearing it, dude. Yeah, he was hearing it. Honestly, it, I, this is my opinion. I thought it kind of evened out over time. Like, that's fair. Judge got, DJ, DJ complained on the 1-1 pitch, I think. Yeah. And that was kind of understandable, but he walked. And then Judge complained on the first pitch, and then he honestly got bailed out because there was a top of the zone strike that nipped the nipped the yes zone uh-huh. very close to his chest, kind of by his like nip or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Um, 
Uh, and then he struck out swinging on a pitch in the zone. And then, like, Rizzo, he got – I thought he accurately called those. So, I don't think it was egregiously bad. I thought that it kind of evened out. It wasn't like an Angel Hernandez situation. I understand the frustrations that started, like, with DJ and, and some of the calls, like, earlier in the innings and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't think it was the story. Obviously, it wasn't the story of the game because Nestor was, but – um, yeah, something to note. I I will say the Yankees like to get fired up over that. I don't know if that's kind of what they like doing now. Like, is it just me? I don't watch enough other teams on a consistent basis to think that. But I I don't know. The Yankees seem to be very lively when it comes yeah. to umpires making bad calls. It almost just my it almost seems like because there's no way it obviously has not just been brought to their attention this year that Judge gets like every call on him that's low. Um, yeah, but you're right, dude. Boone has been on one. It feels like, like the team is twenty and eight, and we were screaming for this. Uh, you know, when they were forty and forty last year, <laughs> and uh, in July, get, an, get another, get another Savages rant. Dude, I feel like today we really had a Savages rant written all over it, like just a random Monday afternoon <laughs> game against Texas and a zero zero game that Nestor Cortez is petitioning for the Cy Young. Um, didn't get that, but yeah, I mean, Ump, what a story! Yeah, that would be. Uh, Ump was definitely hearing it today, uh, but really the only action in terms of scoring, obviously, because it's a one nothing game. Uh, Rizzo doubles deep to left center. Uh, Judge scores, and then I said this to Rob before he hopped on. Rizzo uh, got in a little rundown or whatever it was, um, gets thrown out at third. Not a knock on Rizzo at all, but I do feel like I have no statistical numbers on this at all. I feel like he's been made a few outs on the base pass this year. And Rizzo's not a fast guy, but the dude, he also has stolen Remember a Remember when bases. he got hit by the ball in yeah, Detroit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he stole third once this year, so it's like... F- oh, he had two steals in that Detroit series, too. What the hell is Anthony Rizzo on the base, on the base pass? He's just like a he, spirit animal he, out there. He's probably been the only questionable one for us on yeah. the base pass. <laughs> Arguably. Well, Aaron Hicks, too, but. Yeah, he just. Co- that's not as bad as last year. Yeah. He just comes. He just gets too excited. Must be. He's just too excited. But, um, yeah, so Yanks take the lead going into the ninth. And then what do we got, Rob? It's time for Araldis Chapman. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I think they said what seven days since he's pitched. I was but like, luckily, oh, the best seven days of my life. <laughs> no, but luckily, kidding. he came in and he got it. He got it done. Yeah, I don't. So I was listening for the last couple of the like the first two outs, and then I saw I saw the single, and then I saw the fly out to Gallo. Didn't he have? Didn't he almost walk the first? Did he? Was it a quick first out? I remember the second batter. I think he went three zero, and then he got him. How did it work out? Do you remember? Uh, let me check it out real quick. Because I don't remember the exact... Uh, let me go to the play-by-play. I need to find uh, out. So we got... Uh, Ju- um, Garcia flied out. Seeger flied out. Uh, Heim got a single. Um uh, and then the runner came in, came stole in, yeah. second base, and then uh, Solak flyout. So three flyouts in that one. What'd you think of that? Um, the Joey got Ga- dude. I I, almost, I didn't know if it was a homer because it looked like he kind of hung the last slider. That was a uh, the final out to Joey Gallo. Um, dude, Gallo was like was fighting. Son, he's making me fucking nervous out here. <laughs> he does that often. Yeah. Ever remember that drop ball in, in Boston? Boston? Yeah. 
You're supposed to be a gold now lover, I, dude. What the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, he he looks at him and Le Castro be doing something weird in left field. Yeah. I don't know if there's a hex in left field or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Gallo. Something. Um, yeah, Gallo makes me kind of nervous sometimes. Um, speaking of Gallo, that, that dude's got to be better, too. So him and Donaldson, uh, kind of something to watch uh, moving forward. But, yeah, Rob, you got anything for game three? Because that's kind of it, dude. Nestor Cortez. That's it. Yep. Is here. Nestor Cortez. He's been here. Making my uh he's making my uh number 2 prediction look better now a week later. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that plays yeah. out. Now it seems like it's a it's a foregone <laughs> conclusion. Yeah. Uh, Rob, takeaways from this series. We scored 5 runs in 3 games. What's up? Uh however you get them done, man, cuz yeah. I know we we have an elite pitching staff now. And very much improved defense coming into it. I even the offense as um, in comparison to where they were the previous week, where they were scoring a lot of runs. Um, it, it's honestly okay in my mind for now. Yeah. You know, one series against Texas Rangers, you'd like to have a blow it up kind of thing and score a bunch of runs, but after a few days um, off too. I'll get nerve. I'll get very nervous, and I or not nervous. I'll get more upset about it, depending on how they score runs this week. Honestly, yeah. more so because you're playing against Toronto and you're playing against Chicago. Well, Chicago has a a solid pitching staff, not really the greatest, but or I would say above average. But I think that that's a it's a good time to like flex your muscles. But hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I, I would say even the even the the game against or the not the game the rainouts uh-huh. that are going against us there a little bit, giving us a little weird uh, weird start time or not weird start well weird uh, format of games with the doubleheader and just you're missing too much baseball and you're already in a groove and those guys. So uh-huh. I'll just say it's that, and I'm not going to freak out about it. Yeah, May- Maven talked about that a little bit. He's like, hey, you really don't want to be off for that long in the middle of the season, but. Um, yeah, I won't freak out about it yet either. Um, I feel like that'd be just blatantly rude of me to do after an 11-game win streak. I will say my takeaway is good team won a series playing bad for the most part outside of you know yeah. pitching was something yeah. uh, for two of these games. But that's kind of what you want, dude. It feels like we lose this series last year or almost find a way to get swept. If I'm being honest, yeah. you know, we brought, we both both games we we won were by one run. And we lost by two in one game. So I feel like that's what I'm saying. You're not playing your best baseball. Find a damn way, dude. And that's but what they find did. Find the way to win. Yep. yep. Should we hop into uh, Savages of the Series? Let's do it, dude. Who do you got? You want me to take the layup or you want the layup? Oh. <laughs> you know what? I haven't given it to the other guy I'm thinking about in a long time. So I'm going to let you take the layup. All right, dude. It's got to be Nestor. Uh, seven and a third, literally saved the bullpen going into two big series against Toronto and Chicago. Um, seven and a third, one hit, eleven Ks. Dude is here, and he's got probably he definitely has the best mustache on the team by far. I think so. Best mustache in baseball. Yeah, that Sorry to any other ones out there. <laughs> um, my savage of the series, dude. It's been a while, Glaber. I haven't given you a savage of the series this year so far. Uh, big walk off for him um the confidence is getting there 
we got we're 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 trying to build some positive energy around this guy and um and he wants to be back being the starting second baseman and he should take it he should take that that playing time from a guy like Donaldson and he should go earn it as a younger player and and you know go out there and take it and and be the be the glaber that was touted as this awesome 25 year old that's going to take yeah. the league by storm and be like a Fernando Tatis or be like a, uh, you know, pick your favorite star out there, that the young star or like a Juan Soto. Not really. No one's Juan Soto, yeah. but you, you know what I'm I talking what about. Saying, but, yeah. Um, yeah. We know that he's, he's probably not going to be up to that level, but be a player that you give them a reason to say we, he, he's going to be a big piece to this championship run or this this successful season. So, Gleyber Torres, he deserves it for this one with the walk off and and playing well on the on the dub, the first game of the doubleheader. Yeah, sweet. Alrighty, dude. MVPs of sucking. We cannot. It's not a sweep, so we are not. I will not Mistake. be. I'll not be salvaging anyone in this one. I'll be picking um, on my, you know, someone I I feel very close to you know i was screaming for the trade uh joey gallo dude had a hit in this game too uh he only had one at bat in game two um but in this series four five six seven one for seven uh one walk he had he only struck out once i guess but uh it's more of him not doing anything than playing he didn't play horrible this series but he didn't do anything rob um, yeah. you got to do something, dude, you know, um, kind of had you come over here to hit 35 bombs and, you know, hit fifth or something, not seventh and suck. Like IKF is putting, um, together a much better, uh, offensive season thus far and defensively, mm-hmm. but yeah, Joey Gallo, yeah, dude. He, he had two, uh, he had two. Home, the two home runs within three games, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, is the opportunity he's going to get it going. But, yeah, you just – you're going to need more because guys like Stanton have shown stretches and Judge has shown it, DJ has shown it, Glaber has shown some hot stretches, maybe yeah. a little smaller than those other guys, but and obviously Rizzo. But, like – you're saying to Joey, like you're a two-time All-Star, you're a young player, you're in your last arbitration year. That dude, show, you know, I kind of that kind of made me sad, dude. I almost feel bad for him. He's in his yeah, contract year, dude. He was probably thinking of like, all right, I'm gonna get like Schwarber money at least if I put together another good season, 150 mil. Uh, the yeah, dude I don't thus know about that. The yeah, not anymore. The dude thus far. Uh, 269 on base, 319 slugging, 588 OPS. That's just not great, Rob. Um, and a 76 OPS plus. He has 30 Ks in 24 games and 78 plate appearances. So he's striking out about strike, striking out, striking out. Um, I'm not I'm trying to do math in my head, but it appears to be like 38, 40 percent of the time. Not great. He's already getting to close to a fourth of his amount. Yeah, um, and the OBP's terrible. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> no bueno. No yeah. bueno. Uh so for mine, I would I could go with Josh Donaldson, but he had a hit today and he only played one game, so I don't want to do that. But I'm gonna have to pick on him just once because and it's, hopefully this never happens again because he's been the best reliever in baseball. But mm-hmm. you know, Mike King. 
one and a third, two earned runs, gave up the home run and a walk, still had three Ks. Kind of that game, that instance kind of shot up his ERA a little bit, but that that doesn't matter. You know, relievers is much different when you look at that stat. But oh, yeah. just because um, I wanted to, you know, this will probably be the only time that we're talking about him on this list, I, I would hope, Tyler. So yeah. uh, got to go with Mike King just for this one, just because of the – loss but no that's fair um, hopefully never again hopefully never again yeah fair enough but yeah we got uh we got toronto coming up now and we got two games tomorrow and then four against uh four against chicago and we got the the uh, a tougher part of the schedule you could say yeah definitely tougher than i would say texas at this point um Oh, it's and only two a, against Toronto, dude. Yeah, two against ah, Toronto and I then a four-game set in Chicago. So, And then you head back to Baltimore and then uh, back to the stadium and against Chicago. Chicago again, then Baltimore again. And then Baltimore oh, again. Dude, and then the you hit. Together. And then you play Tampa, who's but solid yeah, as I mean, always. For, this, for tomorrow's game against Toronto, we have uh, Sevy. Line up against Kikuchi, who the Yanks have hit, I believe, okay. Yeah, I would say Kikuchi we've hit pretty good. Um, I think we just had a, li- a little stutter step in the internet, Rob. Oh, we did? Yeah, yeah. I think so, a little bit. Yeah, I, I missed uh, you completely. <laughs> oh, you did? Uh, yeah. But no, I heard I heard the Kikuchi point. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so a little Zoom room trouble. Oh, Nothing wrong with that. All is good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Severino versus Kikuchi then Tyone versus Barrios so for that one another then, new another weekday game huh in the middle of the day 12:35 on Wednesday oh that's terrible i hate and that and then oh god you know my ass is going to fall asleep on Thursday at least against chicago yeah. an 8 o'clock game uh, figure it out actually not nah, probably not but when we get into these 10 p.m. games that's when it'll be funky I am not but yeah, looking I mean, forward to playing in Oakland. We don't have I'm to see Gosman, so that's good. Um, think I lost you again, Rob. Oh, I think it's a, I think it's a sign that we got to wrap it up. Pretty <laughs> soon. Yeah, no, you were talking about the schedule. I just said I'm not looking forward to the ten o'clock games, and uh, what comes with it. So yeah. Well, but yep. That is it uh, for episode 89 of the pod. Appreciate you guys listening. As always, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a rate and review. Um, go ahead over to the Instagram account at 4 Train Savages, which has been uh, doing really well as of late. Boom. Um, as well as the Twitter account at 4 Savages. And give us a follow over there and support the boys and uh, uh, continue the growth with us. And, and, and we really appreciate it. And hopefully... Uh, we'll get to see some more winning from the Yanks this week. And the next time we're talking to you, we're talking about some series wins uh, out of Toronto and uh, Chicago. So that's it, for, that's it for episode 89. We'll catch you guys next time.